So today is day two of the Confident Challenge, and I'm on here with Sheila Streetman. We were going to go live on Facebook, but Facebook or internet or something is having trouble right now. So we're just going to record it and upload it later because rolling with the punches is the new normal. (laughs) That's right. And we are all figuring that out now. So yeah, Sheila is an Instagram stories mentor and expert and graphic designer. So why don't you tell me and everyone a little bit more about what you do and who you work with? Awesome. Hey, I'm Sheila. I'm an Instagram stories mentor. I actually niche down from focusing only on graphic design in January. And since then, um, my account has grown a lot. And it's because I'm now focusing on specifically those who want to connect with their ideal client through Instagram stories, but they're really not sure how to do it. The other thing I do I offer um, one-on-one sessions and every time I'm in a one-on-one session with a client, it turns into a general business coaching almost because we end up talking about their funnel or we end up talking about their content buckets or who their ideal client is. And not that you, like some of my clients already know all those things, and they really want help with just being more confident on camera um, and getting visible with their face. And other times it's, they really don't know where to start. So I always say that I meet my clients where they are because you don't have to be in a certain place in your business to be able to work with me. Yeah. I think that's something people might be really interested in learning more about because niching helped you grow a lot, but it didn't actually reduce the kinds of services that you do so much. Like you weren't forced into a box. It was really all about your positioning yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really cool. So was that January of 2020? Yeah. Oh wow. You've had so much growth. I thought it was actually like September Mm -hmm. of last year or something. No, no. So last year, last year, my sister and I had, were running a business together and we uh, decided to go our separate ways, which was great because she wanted to focus on writing children's novels and that's not what I want to do. So we uh, kind of went our separate ways and it was a good thing for both of us. So I started focusing more on graphic design which is what I've done for 10 years. I, it wasn't really until last year that I started talking about what I do, like really marketing myself as a graphic designer, because before that I was just really quiet and I would help my clients, but I would never, I don't know. I didn't like have a portfolio and I didn't show my work and I didn't talk about what I did and I didn't explain how anything worked. I just worked with the people who I worked with. So, which was, you know, worked for me. (laughs) And then last year I decided it was time for me to start because that's what happens with businesses. Sometimes see, I'm going to go on a tangent. What happens with businesses is we tend to hide behind our logo or just hide behind our work. Like if we're a designer, we hide behind our portfolio work. Or if you're a photographer, that's great because you have awesome pictures, but you're not usually posting images of yourself. 
So you're not showing up as the face of your business. So that's what I needed to do. So that's what I started doing. It was great. And my son went, started school in September. And so I had more time actually to focus on not only my business, but my clients in a different way than I had been before. So, and, oh, go ahead. No, ask the question. So you went on this journey yourself and then now that's how you position yourself as someone who can help them with the same journey because you just went through it. Yes, absolutely. So in January, when I niched myself down, I had been using Instagram stories for, it's been a year and I've been showing up every day on Instagram stories with videos. And I mean, even when I felt like I didn't really have anything to say because I wasn't doing anything, <laughs> so I think that's what people feel like, you know, you, I don't have anything to say. What do I say? I'm always in the office. Share, like. <laughs> I would share parts of my day and a lot of times it's just those mundane parts of your day that people connect with. So I started growing a following of people who enjoyed me as a person and enjoyed what I was doing. And then I started doing tutorials on Instagram stories, like how, because I'm a graphic designer, because I can see how, you know, like how the fonts fit together and how colors and all those things. And I understand branding and why you need to do things a certain way. I just started teaching that. I just started kind of inching my way into this thing that I didn't even know that I was going to do. And then in January, I finally thought I just need to position myself. I need to change my bio. I need to change everything because I had all the things in place to support what I wanted to be. I just needed to say it out loud. Oh man. And so once I started talking about that, I was an Instagram mentor that I did have one-on-one -on -one sessions. Um, I started to book clients. Um, I'd already had a freebie that I had created for Instagram stories, but it didn't really fit with anything I was doing. I just, it was something that I loved and I wanted to do. So I was able to use that to guide people. You know, like when you think about your funnel, how people work with you, one of the ways people work with me is like the first step for me is actually just them watching my stories interacting with my stories and seeing me show up consistently. So instead of feeling like the first way you, way you can connect with me is if you download my freebie, really your funnel starts with, do people even know who you are? Right. And then how can they connect with you? So either in the DMS or um, in, they send you an email or whatever it is. And then it just goes from there. So that's, I mean, so once I niched down and said, I'm an Instagram stories mentor, then people were like, oh, I need that. I want that. What is that? How do I do it? And it just, I felt like everything opened up instead of closed because I made my, I made what I do narrow enough that I could still have flexibility in what I do. Yeah. That's it's like you put your, your flag in the sand where you were already creating, you know, a community because you were already sharing stuff for a long time before and people were connecting yeah. with that. And that's really cool. And then something you said was that people 
need to connect with you. That's the first part of your funnel. The freebie is not the mm -hmm. beginning of the funnel or the download or whatever. It's yeah. how are you connecting with people and what are you saying? And you're right. Having that tagline or bio or what, it, like, I guess it's called a bio in, on Instagram, but that yeah. one simple promise that's like, Hey, this is what I do. Once it's memorable and it's connected to who you're already attracting and what you're already creating because it's fun for you. Mm -hmm. It makes such a huge difference. Yeah, it has. And so are, are you connecting with people on, in DMs a lot? Like do people message you and, oh, that's mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah, yeah. So when I first, um, made the, I mean, because I've been doing Instagram stories, because part of what Instagram stories does is it makes it really easy for people to DM you. And so one of the things that I teach my clients, I'll teach you here, is when you're on Instagram stories and you're watching a story and you know how you can slide up and do a quick reaction? Yeah. Basically, when you slide up and give a quick reaction, you're basically telling them hi. Like, you're not right now because we can't go out of our houses, but, you know, when you're in the grocery store and you say, hey, to somebody, like, I like your outfit, like, what are you doing when you're out in public, right? You communicate with people. So it's the same thing in DMs. When you're watching somebody's stories, you quick, quick slide up for a quick reply. You leave a reply. And then as you're watching, you may reply something else. You may, something else may happen. Like, oh, I really like your outfit. Like, passion. I love the dress you're wearing today, which, by the way, it's super cute. Um, and then I feel like I, I always explain that you're in. Because once you do that, it's like, you're not selling anything. You're not trying to sell anybody anything. You're just making a connection. connection. And then your goal is just to nurture that relationship. So as you move forward, yeah. you can talk to them. You can ask them questions. They'll ask you questions. And then you'll find out a little bit about them. And then later you'll say, oh, I think they could use my services. Right. But now it's, you've built a relationship and also you put the ball in their court. Like they started the relationship. It's yeah. not like you jumped in their face with a pop-up ad or, you know, you emailed them with like, they reached out first, even though it was just as simple as putting an emoji on your story. Yes. 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 Um, or answering a poll because when you answer, you know how you have the little poll mm -hmm. and you can actually see who answered, you can go back and DM all of those people. So engagement in the DMs actually starts with you reaching out to people, but it's one of those things. It's like all of that, all of those things build moment, builds momentum and you just have to keep going. So for me, like posting in my stories every day, I post multiple times a day because it's similar with engagement on your feed. You don't want to post and ghost, like put your post up and then leave. Yeah. You need to nurture that post and you need to do the same with your Instagram stories. Oh, so I you watch other ghost. people's stories, you DM them, you make your stories fun and engaging. I teach that in my style, your stories freebie I have. And then you just keep going. You have to keep going. It's when you stop, it's like you're going up a hill and you're pushing, 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 pushing. And if you stop, it's really hard. But if you just keep going, you'll get to the top and it almost feels like you're going to go over, but you want to just keep going because you need to, it's showing up for your business. 
It's the same as having a website that works. It's like that. It's all of those layers that go on, go on top of your business, your Facebook page, your Instagram, your Instagram stories. Yeah. And I think people are scared of Instagram stories a lot because we feel like, because we like everyone sees all the beautiful polished, like influencer Instagram posts in the feed. Mm -hmm. Then it's like, how could I possibly do that in a story? But all you're really doing is creating opportunity for people to connect with something about you. And it's like, we've all heard about the, like the no like trust factor. People work with people they know, people they like and people they trust. And so you're just building information, like a wall, one blog at a time saying, Hey, this is who I am. And then being on top of it. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. Not a wall, I guess. No, I like that. No, I like that. I like that analogy of you're building these things, but your goal is to always be up there and be showing your face because you could show pictures of your products all the time. Yeah. If you're like, let's say you have an Etsy shop and let's say you have, um, you make crocheted face masks, crocheted face masks. But if all you do is show pictures of your crocheted face masks, that's great. But people buy from people. People don't buy products people buy the products from another person and they're going to buy from the person that they connect with more than somebody that they have no idea who it is. Right. Cause so, there's a ton of people who do the same thing as you. And that's how you're right. That's how you stand out is you show that you're someone they want to work with. Yeah. That they want to give their money to. Cause they're like, Oh, I can respect this person. I know this person. She's my friend. I see her face mm-hmm. every day mm-hmm. or however often you post. Mm-hmm. One of the other things that I did for myself was, I made it a point to show up every day, regardless of what my hair looked like, what my everything, because I, I teach my clients, find something that makes you feel confident. I don't care what it is. I don't care if you put a filter on your face. I don't care if you record somewhere else with a filter, but show up however you can show up that feels good to you. And it takes time. It's not like I one day showed up and was like, ah, here I go. No, it took me, it took me months and months and months of doing it and doing it and doing it. Today I posted um, some stories and it took me five times. It's three 15 second clips, but it took me five times to record my three 15 second clips because I kept saying something that I didn't feel like in my head. It's what I wanted to say. But it, every time I said it, it, it didn't sound authentic. Like it sounded kind of conceited. <laughs> and that's not how I want to come across. And so I just have to keep, um, so I, I would watch it. And then I was like, no, no. So even though I've been doing this a long time and showing up on video every day doesn't mean that it's done easily. I still have to work at it, but it's not like that every day. I was saying something that I don't normally say because <laughs> yeah. when I'm talking like, you know, when you're talking about your business, you know exactly what you're saying because you know your business really well and nobody else knows your business like you do. So to be able to explain to your, you know, potential clients what you do by showing them a video of you talking about it is the best way to make a connection with someone. And then all those silly things that like, I like one of the things for me is I don't wear makeup. 
I use filters. So you find a filter that makes you feel good. And then I just use that same filter every single time. So it always looks like me when you come to my Instagram stories, the feel is the same. So the branding and all that stuff. And then <clears throat> it's just doing it consistently showing up and showing yeah, your face. It a, the fact I know that you use the filter that every day and it makes it look like really consistent. You're right. Even if I'm like, I've glanced away from my phone or something while I've been letting stories kind of play. It's like, I know it's yours, even if you're not in the frame yet, because mm -hmm. they, they have a really consistent look. Yeah. Which is awesome. I, yeah. I mean, it's important because that goes along with your brand and your branding and you, you know, it's like when you do your, your emails, it's like your voice comes through everything you do, but Instagram stories is so visual that you need to find a way to make, make it be consistent with your brand for you. So. Yeah. And I guess for another thing that you do and that people can probably learn from is that the way you share your like family and you know the parts of your personal life it shows your like your values and that's something that I teach my clients when I'm trying to say like you know if you need to niche down or you want to connect with people who are a better fit but you don't want to say I'm working only with keto coaches like it's really really powerful to share what's important to you because people who don't share that are not going to want to connect like and the people who do share that and they're also like, hey, I want to build this business because I want to, you know, not have to go to a nine to five while my kid is young or whatever. Like they're going to be really drawn to working with you. And then they have so much more respect for you when they come in the door. And so that makes yeah. the client relationship so much better and just everything so much smoother. So I think that's an added benefit of what you're doing. Did you do that on purpose or is it just? Um, I mean, it was part of my plan from the beginning because of the no like trust which is the get to know you and my son and my husband are big part of my day and so it was just natural for me to kind of share a little bit i don't i mean i share pictures of my son's face and my husband so i'm not like there are people who'd never show their kids faces and yeah. that's totally fine. That's, I understand that. And that's their, their, you know, that's hundred percent. Totally. Um, it wasn't my, it just was natural for me to share pictures of him. Cause I think my kid is really cute. <laughs> so it's just yeah. natural for me. And because it's like, it feels good to me to share some, share some things. And I, and I don't share like every single thing that happens in our lives. I'm very selective about what I do share. Oh yeah. But like what you said, it helps people know me a little bit better. Like I started doing, I used to do your why. Yeah. Without saying this is my why. Mm -hmm. It just is part of organically part of my brand. I used to do share my to-do list every day. And then I started sharing, I, because I was niching down so much and I was doing all of these things that were like becoming more and more and more me. Um, I'm a seven on, on the Enneagram on my birth. Me too. Well, I'm a seven and an eight, pretty much 50, 50, but. Now I don't know what my wing is, but I'm a seven. I can see that. Totally, totally enthusiastic. Yeah. So my birthday is on the seventh. 
um, everything was a seven. And so I just started claiming, I was like, I just need to make seven be my thing. And so I started doing seven things today instead of a to-do list. So some days I'm like, oh, it's seven things. I have to figure out seven things I'm going to, you know, share. (laughs) And I do share mundane things like laundry and unload the dishwasher. Um, But I do also try and share things like I use it for sneak peeks. Like I'm working on some, right? That's cool. So I've I, seen you do that. Like I've got a secret project I'm working on. That's so an awesome. Of it, so instead of like tactic. making a big announcement, I have this secret thing. I just kind of sneak it in there and then I will talk about it, you know, a day or two later. Um, and when I launched my seven day Insta boost, that's how I started it. Oh yeah. So that was, was your free challenge, right? My free challenge. We just ended like two, we ended Sunday. I will run it again. I um, have a couple of things I need to refine, uh, but it was great. It was yeah. so fun. And everything again, I did because it's, it was all about seven for me. I wanted it to be seven days. You got seven Instagram story prompts. I did seven tips in the group. Um, and it just went from there. And so then I used my, because I'd already been doing seven things today, I kind of weaved some of the sneak peeks in there. I talked about it every day when I did it. And then recently I've been doing seven things I'm grateful for today. Mm -hmm. So I put a new spin on it during this time when I'm like, we're stressed out. People are stressed out. We don't, we're not like, I'm not feeling creative. Like I normally feel right. You know, we're worried about things that we don't normally worry about. And it was a way for me to kind of focus back again on instead of what do I have to do today or what should I post today? I made it to be something I'm grateful for. So even if you do, when you do niche down, you can still use all of the things that you do and just twist it a little bit. Like with Ashton and how you always talk about changing the way you like your messaging yeah, change the way you say something so it's still me. Right. I'm just presenting it a different way. It's a little strategic. Sense. It's a little bit more totally. Mm-hmm. And I love the theme of seven that you picked. And I think it's those are super useful for people, not because it puts you in a box and you have to do seven every day. Because you don't. If you wanted to do not seven <laughs> things one day, you don't have to. But, Sometimes I don't post it at all. Yeah. But you have now a bracket to hang like creativity on and get ideas and say, so where can I play with this today? What can I do? And you're not starting from a blank page anymore. You have something that you've established that you can riff on. I put another stake in the ground. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. I love, yeah. I love that idea. And your challenge came about really organically too, because the first time you ran it, it was pretty much just like, you just kind of threw it out there, right? And we're like, hey, does anybody want to like hang out and do this? And it was, tr- became an Instagram group chat. Yeah, I'm trying to remember how it started. Because um, you were in that group and I'm trying to, me- I don't remember like how there was, there was one specific incident that it became the thing. And I just went to the people who had interacted with my, with my stories when I was talking about doing this challenge. And it wasn't something I was even doing. 
it was, do you guys, are you on stories every day? And do you guys want some prompts? And the people who responded, I was like, okay, I'll give you some prompts. And then I was like, well, I need to make this be a little more structured. I like control myself. <laughs> so um, it was as loose as possible. We all got into a face, into a Instagram message group. And then we were um, supporting each other and watching each other's stories. And through that, the average, so it was over seven days, I think there were six, six or seven people who actually did it every day and, and did the, I had a little pre-work and a little end work, which was really easy. It was a screenshot. I had six people who did everything, which I was like blown away that that many people, cause it wasn't something that I had promoted or tried to do it just organically happened, which was wonderful. And people had like, tripled and quadrupled their DMs. People had an average of, I think it was 12 new followers in the, in the course of that week, which for some people, they get 12 followers a day or more. And for people who are just starting their Instagram account and haven't really been engaging with their audience. Or it's been all personal, like family before that, or just people they know in real life and they never use it for business mm -hmm. or that just is randomly, a big deal randomly posting yes it is a big deal um because they've been getting one or two followers a week and not very many comments and not very many likes on their posts and nobody's watching their stories so for you know for one week and this yeah. i mean i i think i gave one little mini training in there about why you want to post multiple times a day. And when I, and in the seven day Insta boost, you actually get engagement strategy and it's free to so get engagement strategy. We talked about hashtags. We talked about um, why you need to be posting to your stores more than once a day and showing your face more than once a day. So people can get to know you faster. That's the thing. You're just helping people build momentum. Yep. That's cool. Cause yeah, you're right. Like maybe 12 doesn't sound like a lot, but if somebody is starting at basically zero with their business audience and then they start building momentum like that every week, it's just going to get bigger. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, if that's a platform you like, then it doesn't feel stressful to keep creating for that platform. If that's what you enjoy and you're already on there anyway. Mm -hmm. So yeah, if you have a, like a personal account and you enjoy being on there and enjoying posting, then you just need to make like a little mental shift to be able to pivot towards focusing on your business more because it doesn't have to be all business all the time. Like my, my posts are business and I do talk about business, but I also share pictures of my family. Like we've talked about and I do share like, especially now things are different. <laughs> with the with the uh everybody's at home <laughs> we're all at home and so my brand is fun and i try and make it be a little i try and make it be a little more light instead of um so formal so. yeah we were talking about that yesterday too actually just the fact that you don't have to box things into okay this is my personal instagram account this is my business instagram account if you don't want to like you can if you want to yeah. but like 
we all already know people that we would like to work with, especially freelancers and like service businesses. It's like you already connect with people in real life virtually right now, but people that you would love to work with. So you've kind of already got like a network online and there's no reason to start at zero. Right. If you like posting on your personal one, you like sharing pictures of like you just what's going on in your daily life or your desk. Cause your desk is beautiful. Mine is not, it's covered in scone crumbs, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, there are ways to pivot your account from a personal account to a business account, you know, I mean, it can be done. Yeah. So what would you recommend if somebody's wanting to do that in just a low stress way? Yeah. So if you have a personal account and you want to, um, I would first recommend changing to a business account like on Instagram so that you can see your analytics and you can tell what's working and what's not working. Um, And from there, I would make sure that your brand, like if you already have a brand and you have brand colors and you have your logo and all those things, I wouldn't necessarily like post them all over your page, but I would start bringing those colors in, like weaving them in somehow. So you make a graphic with part of your brand color, you, and you change your handle. That's the other thing. You change your handle, your at. So my business name is my name. Um, but if it wasn't, my handle would be like, let's say my business is Brazen Story. My handle would be Brazen Story. And my name in my profile would be Sheila, like Ashton says, marketing strategist. Something like that. So, um, again, you're staking your claim. You're saying, this is who I am. This is where I'm going. And you guys can follow me. I hope you'll follow me. And I'd make a post like that and tell them something. So you don't just show up and they don't know what you're doing. This is part part of what you're doing with um, any social media is you are teaching people how to interact with you and you are teaching them what you want them to do. So like when you, what people say a lot of the times is, No one's watching my stories or no one's interacting with my polls. Well, are your polls easy to answer or do they have to think about them? Because if I have to think about what I'm answering in your poll, because typically there's just for fun, right? Unless I'm doing market research and then I tell you, I'm doing market research in these next ones. So please take a minute and really read and then answer. And then those are a little more, they're still easy to answer because I'm not trying to, you know. Get a paragraph. Right. I'm trying to, I, like, when you do a poll answer, you want your answers to be both positive. So yes, and yes with lots of S's, or um, ooh, and fun. You want them to be easy because you're trying to make people be part of your story instead of them being watching. And so when you do captioning and you do polls and sliders and questions, you're letting them know how you want them to interact with you. And it might take a while before they really start interacting with your stories because maybe they haven't been watching stories before. Maybe they haven't been watching stories that are interactive and so they don't know what to do. So you talk them through it. You say, I'm going to ask you a question in the next story so you can answer it for me. I'm going to ask you about X, Y, Z. And then you get to the next one, right? You get to the next one and you ask the question, 
so they're ready. That's and even okay. if you do that, like at the beginning, and then you have three stories between it, and then you ask the question, like, tell, like walk them through, tell them what you're going to do, because then they'll be more likely to answer because they know it's coming instead of coming to this thing that says, like the first story you post is some big question. And you're like, I have no idea because I haven't thought about this. So I'm not answering. So if that's what's happening, if you're not getting, um, that's smart. Cause it's only 15 Any, seconds. You're right. They need time to think nobody's going to like hold it. Okay. Unless you tell them press and hold this and read this, which you can do, but you still, it's better to tell people what to do. So don't be discouraged if you do start posting on Instagram stories and nothing happens. Yeah. I always say Instagram is a long game. It's, it's shortened. All platforms Yes. It shortens the no like and trust so much. Oh, so quickly compared to sending an email, you know, once a week or once a month. Um, and then when you start talking about your offer, if you talk about your offer every day or every other day on Instagram stories, then people are going to see it more and it feels like you're talking about it a lot. But the thing is, nobody's watching you. all your stories every day and no, then you have to keep reminding, you have to tell people, tell people what you want them to do. You got to tell people what you want them to do, show up and you got to keep doing it. <laughs> Yeah. I love what you said about teaching people how to interact with you because that's like a, that's classic copywriting technique, you know, tell people from like long form sales copy that people used to get in the mail. It would be like, turn the page. And like, if you put a little thing at the bottom of the page, that says, turn the page, they would literally get more responses, even if they did nothing else different. And so then in emails and stuff, it's like, you tell people you want them to forward it. You tell people you want them to click on the button that's at the bottom to do this. Yes. And, that's so yeah applying that to instagram stories makes so much sense but i've never thought about it and that's what we do with our stories now because one of the the main ways that you get like more reach and more engagement and your post gets shown to more people by instagram is through saves and shares so not necessarily likes and comments the more saves and the more shares you can get the better your reach is going to be so when you write your caption and you say, save this for later. So like if I say three tips for showing up confidently in your Instagram stories, and then I, my next line would be hit save so you can come back to this later next time you post. And then I go and tell the, tell the you know, give my three tips. Um, you have to tell people to save it or they're not going to save it. it. They're not going to save stuff that's like, Here's a story about my family going on vacation. But when you create your teaching content. If you're teaching, if you're saying three tips for traveling with kids or three tips for um, packing, you just need to pivot a little bit, change how, I mean, so this is your personal page that you're changing, right? And you want to talk about your family and you want to talk about your business and your business is. Travel um, agent. Travel agent. Yes. And you. So you just shift a little bit and you say, I'm going to today in this post, I'm going to teach people how to pack for three days for an overnight weekend trip in one bag. And then you give the three tips and you tell people to save your post and then they'll save it and then the, and share it to your stories and then they'll save and they'll share it. And then your post will get seen, tongue tied, your post will get seen by more people 
And then the next time you post, it's, it's just like it's building momentum in everything because more eyes on your post, more eyes on your stories, and then you keep doing it. And the way that Instagram algorithm, algorithm works is that then your post will show up at the top of their feed instead of 200 people down because you interacted with them the day before. That's excellent advice. And I also love what you said about um, if you're pivoting and you have all these, you have your brand colors, you have your logo, all this stuff, not just like suddenly you only post things designed in these colors. It's like you weave it in slowly. Mm -hmm. I think that's also really useful for messaging and trying to figure out exactly how you want to position yourself. If you're not sure yet, people can slowly weave in like, Hey, I want to see what happens if I say that I am only an Instagram stories mentor you know, for if, or if I call out this group and say, I'd love to work with this group, like, do people react to it? Do they engage more? Does it work? Does it feel, do I like it next week? Like, does it feel good? Exactly. Like you can slowly weave things in and see how you feel about them, test them in the real world. And then when you land on something that you love and your audience really loves, then you know that you can make that more of a permanent thing without suddenly saying, I am putting my, like my flag in the sand before I'm ready and saying, this is my tagline. Yeah. So, I mean, I I don't think there's anything wrong with doing a pivot and saying you want to do this thing and then deciding that didn't work and do something else because that's kind of how I was so afraid to do anything other than what I was doing for so long and when I finally was like, what am I really afraid of? I'm afraid that it won't work. That's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid that I'm going to do this thing and it's not going to work. And then I was like, I'm afraid that I, that I have to have everything perfectly in place before I do this. And I was like, yeah, I think that's most people. And I was like, but I don't because I have everything. It's all up here or I have lots of notes written down as well. So I have everything that I need. It's just not packaged how I would want it to be. And so when I first did my pivot, I just started posting. I just changed what I was posting on my Instagram page and talking. And I'd already, my, my Instagram stories were already totally focused on stories, teaching you how to use stories to make them fun, teaching you how to use them for engagement um tutorials on like different you know artsy techniques and all that and then it was just changing how I presented myself really in my feed and I had a brand shoot which made a huge difference for me I did I was like that's not gonna do anything but (laughs) it was like the first time I posted a picture from my brand shoot was the first time that I was staking my claim as an Instagram mentor and it blew up. It was like the best feedback that I could have gotten because if I had done that and it didn't work, I, it would have taken me longer. I would have kept going because it feels good to me, but it was just that every time you do something and you get that confirmation, so like when I did that secret free challenge that you were in the seven, the, the Instagram stories, it was a confirmation that I was doing what I was supposed to be doing. 
So even though I didn't have everything in place, I knew what I was talking about. Part of it is when you, the more you do it, the more confident you'll feel in what you do. So regardless of if you have makeup on, regardless if your hair is all fixed up, you can still show up and talk about what you do and feel confident doing it because you know that your audience wants what you have. Exactly. And the only way you'll know that is if you try. That's the only way you'll know. And that's so true. Your audience, I think that fear that you were talking about of not having everything perfectly together or what if I want to change in the future and I don't like it or what if it doesn't work? It's like, you're right. It's not written in stone. It's written in a 24 hour uh, Instagram story that's going to disappear or a post that you can delete later if you change your mind. Like you're not, you know, putting this on a cave wall that has to be there forever. Yeah. And also your audience isn't out to get you. Mm-mm. You know, I feel like we, we feel that a lot when, when we're first creating content and trying to get people engaged. Cause if you don't hear anything, it's like when you talk to someone and they say nothing back and you're like, what are they thinking? Are they mad at me? But your audience is just, they're not trying to pick you apart. Like they're there cause they want to hear from you. And so I think thinking about that can help alleviate a lot of the fear that a lot of us feel. Yeah. Knowing that, yeah, it's really fine. <laughs> you can pivot later and no one is out to be mean to you. I mean, people are really mean to like some influencers and stuff that have gotten a big audience, but when you're starting out and also if you have a good audience that you're authentic with, it's mm-hmm. like the haters are going to be there, but they're not the majority. Right. I have a, I have a fairly small audience, but it's, very engaged. And so I would rather have this small audience that's very engaged than a really big audience that nobody was commenting and watching my stories. So it starts small and that's okay. And you just have to keep connecting with people. And I feel Instagram stories lets you do that. It's just, for me, it's, part of my it's part of my business strategy really but it feels good it's not something that's uncomfortable it's not something that i'm like oh, i have to do that because if i have to do no it's not gonna stick if you hate it no nobody wants to do something they don't like no exactly like and take the platform you love mm-hmm. yeah if you love instagram and you have an instagram page or an instagram group that's engaged show up there and keep showing up because the thing is, is people will talk about you and talk about how awesome you are and share you with their friends. And yeah, it's organic. Exactly. And that's why it stuck for so long and it's so successful. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a natural note to end on super positive. So thank you so much for joining me. You're had welcome. a great time. Thank and you. Ooh,